Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the airwaves of the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo with the Education in Daba program with your host this evening, Ridwan Ahmed and Yasira Adonis. And for this particular segment, the Honorable Sheikh Shahid Iso. Uh, before we chat to Sheikh, just a very uh, concerning, uh, I think that's the word I would want to use at this stage, uh, SMS which came through from 5998. And Yasira, I think you should just maybe uh, take note of this particular one. It says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, Yasira has not been accepted at a school. I sent an appeal letter to the schools, but no reply as yet. What do I do now? I am so stressed. And that comes from Rushana Fisher in Kenwin. Now, to our ever listeners will know that uh, Yasira Fisher is one of our grade 7 learners that normally participates in the program. And I can just imagine, Yasira, uh, what she uh, might be going through at this stage. Um, I don't know if you want to maybe have a quick comment on it, but I'm going to say to Roshana that after the program or during the course of the week, inshallah, I'll give you a call. Mm. Um, and then we can see how we can possibly uh, assist in this particular regard. Uh, let me greet then uh, the Honorable Sheikh Shahid Isa. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ridwan, Yasira, and our dear listeners of Voice of the Cape, mashallah. Alhamdulillah, Sheikh. Now, I wanted to ask Sheikh, you know, how Sheikh's week has been, but that's going to take up the entire segment. Uh, that's on a light <laughs> note. Uh, we do have our next guest. <laughs> on the line uh, and that is uh, Amina Jadwat who is the coordinator for the Ibn Mas'ud Special Needs Madrasa. Uh, Amina, assalamu alaikum. Thank you and a very, very warm assalamu alaikum to all your listeners down there in Kota. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. Inshallah, we invite you all to warm Durban. Mashallah, mashallah. I know Yasira has been to warm Durban. Uh, Yasira, I don't know if it was warm weather when you went that side, Yasira. It was, Ridwan, alhamdulillah. Um, but Durban is a very funny place, you know. It's like raining, but it's warm, so it's very humid. So that was nice. I enjoyed that, Ridwan. Okay, shukran for that. As we said to our listeners, if you have just joined us, we are joined online by Amina Jadwat, who is the coordinator at the Ibn Mas'ud Special Needs Madrasa. She is also a speech therapist and an audiologist. I'm going to hand you immediately over to Sheikh Shahid Isaw. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil mursaleen. Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Dr. Amina Jadwat, I would like to welcome you to the show. Alhamdulillah. And of course, dear listeners, this is a special needs madrasa. Special needs, of course, uh, we have dealt with other challenges. Now, we have got various challenges when it comes to and barriers of learning when it comes to special needs school. We had before, we've heard about Madrasa to Noor. We've heard about Madrasa to Khair. Um, these madrasas that cater for children that um, have um, problems with sight and those that are even like oasis, those problems uh, that with, with the what we call the uh, hearing, those who are hearing challenges. And here tonight, of course, we've got also Dr. Amina Jadwath with us, who is a speech therapist and an audiologist uh, that is also going to speak about Ibn Mas'ud and the children of Ibn Mas'ud that caters, particularly the, the madrasa that caters for their needs and how they deal with that in order that the child is not deprived of learning under any circumstances and special of course needs mean you make special arrangements for such children so i'd like to uh, uh, give a warm welcome to dr amina jadwa tonight on our show and to share of course sister dr amina jadwa is from durban area as she's mentioned earlier where this lovely weather in summer of course in summer and winter summer is a bit a bit humid but winter is exceptionally nice in durban area it's nice and cool and it's not very cold so tonight she's going to share with us, Dr. Amina Jadwat, of course, what 
uh, Ibn Mas'ud Madrasa is actually doing. Um, Dr. Amina, I would appreciate it if you can sketch for us, inshallah, just the background first and foremost of this special madrasa. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, all praises due to Allah and our salutations and our beloved master, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa uh, Just a slight correction, uh, Sheikh. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a speech therapist. Mashallah. Inshallah, uh, humble servant of Allah. Alhamdulillah. Um, yeah, uh, the Ibn Center is actually a center of excellence where we run both an academic program as well as an Islamic program. And Alhamdulillah, it was a brainchild of the Alantar Foundation. Um, I don't know if Sheikh is uh, familiar or the listeners of Cape Town is familiar with any of the Alantar projects, so I'll just give you a brief history. Yes, uh, About uh, 15 years ago, um, Alantar uh, was running a Majesa for the Deaf. And Alhamdulillah, it was a very successful project where they even uh, formulated the sign uh, language for Quran and Salah. And then they went overseas um, to uh, show the project there to other Islamic institutions. And alhamdulillah, I think a lot of that syllabus is being followed at the moment, where they develop signs for things like tweeting and um, salah and uh, salam and salah. Alhamdulillah, it works amazingly well. And um, what they then realized was that there was such a need in the community for an Islamic-based um, center which would cater for special, special needs children right. uh, and when they did the research they actually found that there wasn't actually anything that had both an academic and an Islamic curriculum uh, you know which followed the uh, academic school academic curriculum as closely as possible to mainstream schooling so alhamdulillah we, we started and did a lot of research and may Allah grant uh, late brother Yaz Jamal Jennifer Firdos and Amin, Amin, inshallah uh, who were forerunners in this project and the directors of Alantar as well. And we initially thought it would be a school for deaf children. But Mashallah. once we did research, we realized that uh, a lot of the children now with technology are either aided uh, quite young or are already placed in, names in uh, schools that cater for deaf. What we had left, uh, Sheikh, was a group of children uh, which were functioning at such a low cognitive level that no other institution wanted to take them. And um, a lot of them were still uh, inactive. They weren't potty trained, even though they were five, six, seven years old. And we had then decided on a policy that we would not refuse anyone entrance into the school because a lot of institutions don't take uh, children if they are still not potty trained. So Alhamdulillah, we started in 2008 with four learners. And uh, these were learners that were continuously rejected by other places. So all that they were doing was sitting at home. And Alhamdulillah, today we now have 30 learners in our center. Mashallah. And uh, the center has uh, now, uh, uh, you know, we were also a young uh, institution when we started, obviously green and learning. But Alhamdulillah, with the help of Allah and the community of Devon, uh, we have now got a proper structured program where our main focus now is to send learners back into mainstream education. Alhamdulillah. Doctor, can I ask, Doctor, to just hold on to that thought uh, quickly? We're going to go for a quick ad break, and when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice.
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the Education in Daba program here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo. And if you have just joined us, we are joined online by Sister Amina Jadwat, who is the coordinator at the Ibn Mas'ud Special Needs Madrasa. She is a speech therapist and an audiologist. Um, I'm going to just hand over back to Sheikh Shahid Isa. But before I just hand back, back to Sheikh Shahid, uh, <coughs> maybe just a quick comment from your side, you know, with regards to, um, you know, speech therapy I know it's um, uh, it's a madrasa for example is the first of its kind for example we have normally you know our schools uh, that that is opened here uh, where there are speech therapy I know we had the sister Bawa here who also assists with speech therapy but a madrasa with special needs I think it's it's almost kind of unique it is Ridwan and I think over the years our, our concern and our plea was to the community you know we have the support and we call it auxiliary services you know within WCD or your private institutions where this services are available but whenever our kids are at an Islamic school or they go to madrasa we do not have the privileges of having these kinds of services rendered at our institutions now if a child struggles at school he's going to struggle in madrasa as well and we forget to see the link that it is still learning at the end of the day Islamic studies just doesn't happen spontaneously within the Muslim child. So the same kind of support that I need within my mainstream environment, or even if I'm in a special school, I would need in, in, in my madrasa environment. So my diaries are making, you know, that asserted effort. Um, I think I went to our technician NASA's uh, madrasa where I assist learners, um, and I needed to make referrals to a special school. So the madrasa picked it up and the school didn't. So, you know, our madrasas are really coming on board saying, look, this is the concern, our child, you know, be it right and left discrimination or laterality, somehow there is a concern, perceptually they're not moving forward. So, you know, I am quite impressed with this madrasa, I must say, Sheikh, you know, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. Um, it's very nice, I see they have a speech therapist, an occupational therapist, a physio, so they're addressing all the needs that a child, and, and providing that support services that a child needs to progress forward. And when I say that, I'm looking at the child's functional ability for his age and state and his own ability and not, not that compared to what you would consider your normal child in a mainstream school. So developmentally, they are looking at what is going on and they are addressing and supporting it as the child develops, which is a wonderful thing because the child is not being compared to somebody else but at their own functional ability, Ridwan. Okay, shukran for that, Yasir. And just to remind our listeners that you can participate in the program by sending us your SMS to the number 47913. Sheikh Shahid. MashaAllah, I think um, what we're listening to now of Sister Amina Jadwad, this is of course pioneering work and mm-hmm. work that uh, the uh, Muslim Ummah internationally will all benefit from. And I think South Africa has done a number of initiatives and this is again one of those initiatives uh, that serves the, the broader international Ummah of Islam. And of course, in other ways, um, any other institution in the world can of course benefit from Ibn Mas'ud. Um, Sister Amina, I think uh, let us continue our discussion um, on the institution, as you've mentioned, you know, the background with the uh, Al-Ansar Foundation starting it. And of course, uh, you've got a structured program these days. You also have the sign language and of course, uh, especially focus where Islamic studies have not been catered for and where you've now provided uh, that particular need as well, uh, of course, within this environment. So I would like to just, uh, you know, as you were explaining before, just continue with the discussion of the different challenges and how you've dealt with those challenges. 
Gee, thanks. Uh, if anybody feels uh, like uh, adding or contributing to my discussion amongst your panel there, please feel free. Um, you know, as the sister said earlier on, that, uh, you know, it's um, a good thing that the madrasas in Cape Town as well are now acknowledging the fact that if you are special needs in school, you're obviously going to be special needs in madrasa. And, you know, unfortunately in South Africa, almost all other special needs schools that uh, were available for these learners were other faith, uh, faith-based schools, for example, uh, Jewish or Christian-based uh, faith. Mm. And yeah. what was happening was that um, sometimes the child could only learn one thing for the entire t- the term, and one mm. parent came to us and said, my child learned Jesus is my Lord, you know, and, and that is the thing that stuck. And, uh, you know, we, we took that then as our mark to say, inshallah, even if we've got four children, we're going to start this project. And our main focus is then to, even though they are cognitively impaired, to then try yes. and instill these values in them of halal, haram, the basic things, um, you know, park and going to the toilet using uh, water, sitting, because in, in the other faith-based schools, they were obviously following what they were taught there. Of course. And uh, alhamdulillah, it works uh, very well because from the beginning of the day, we start the program uh, with our Islamic uh, uh, program, and we've got qualified apas there now. Mashallah. Who Foundation has sent on academic training for them to further their studies uh, in the uh, field of special needs. Um, so what happens is that we have um, the full day of school, as you would have a normal uh, school day, uh, with the Islamic studies uh, in the timetable. And then after 1 o'clock when the learners leave, we have an afternoon madrasa. And this caters for learners who are in other special needs schools and um, need access to a special needs madrasa. MashaAllah. That so is excellent. Come, yes, they come in the afternoon after 1. And there's the very same uh, uppers who uh, are teaching during the morning are specially trained then to teach them in the afternoon. Uh, what the sister was saying earlier on, also, I totally agree with that, because um, the one thing that they find very difficult to grasp with special needs is obviously language. And, you know, with uh, Islam, a lot of the things are in Arabic. Yes. So uh, we've got now uh, structures in place where they are able to learn these things, and even though they are able to hear, uh, a lot of them cannot verbalize, a lot of them cannot speak. So we use sign language. I see you've mentioned uh, sign language there. And just to give the listeners an idea of how we incorporate it. Can I just ask, uh, Sister Amina, Marv, can I just ask you just to hold a thought on the sign language? We're going to have to go for a quick ad break. And when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo with your host this evening, Ridwan Ahmed, Yasira Adonis and Sheikh Shahid Iso. Uh, if you have just joined us, we are joined in online by Sister Amina Jadwat, who is the coordinator at the Ibn Mas'ud Special Needs Madrasa. Now, Sister Amina, when, just before we took the ad break, uh, I know you, you were speaking about the whole issue around sign language. Uh, can you just continue from there? 
Yes, uh, sure, inshallah. Uh, what we've realized is that, uh, you know, almost all the children at our school can hear, but they're not able to speak. So based on uh, what we t- uh, call holistic, uh, you know, holistic kind of an approach to teaching them, we've incorporated, uh, incorporated sign language which is part of our total communication system at the school, which means that the children uh, have access to a, a third language, which is sign language. So they've got uh, English, which is the mainstream, then they've got Arabic from the Islamic stu- uh, studies, yeah. and then they've got access to sign language as well. Mm-hmm. What we found is that, um, you know, with the sign language, it's easier for them than to start communicating and practicing all the surahs and du'as, as well as the academic work. Uh, we've got a dedicated sign language teacher who is hearing impaired herself, so she also understands the struggles that these children are going through. Mashallah. And Alhamdulillah, at the school, I think uh, with the staff there, you know, it's 99.9% passion for these children and maybe 1% for the salary. So we've been very blessed, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Now, indeed, this is really impressive. The other, you've also mentioned, which I think our community can learn from as well, where the uh, investment is being made into the uppers, the teachers at the madrasa, and those teachers don't limit uh, the skills that they've gained only for the needs of those particular learners that are challenged. But in the afternoon, they extend the service, their the special skills they have to others that are in need. And I think this is a great concept that the investment that's being made into a particular individual is uh, you know, is given to so many other institutions as well to benefit from. And I think if one can replicate that, then you can achieve much more than saying that each and every madrasa now, you need to have a, a special needs person. Mm-hmm. Although that would be the ideal situation, but with a limited, you know, uh, the constraints we have with madrasas, the monies that are available, resources that are limited, I think we need to stretch our resources, and this is a very good way. Did you ever think also, uh, Sister Amina, of um, with the skills and knowledge and experience you've gained, that you actually set up a network where you can actually go online and share your experiences. And also one can actually do training online where people can link up on the Internet, on a Skype program or whatever other program. And one can actually conduct a class and even inform others that may not be in Durban area, but outside Durban or even in other provinces or even internationally. Alhamdulillah, you know, that's a very, very valid point and very good idea, inshallah. We might look forward, uh, take that forward as our future step for 2015, 2016, Amen, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. Uh, what we did find, though, when we started the project was that there's a lot of uh, t- teachers, qualified teachers in South Africa, but there are very, very few teachers who are trained in special needs. Um, there was another special needs school that opened uh, not very uh, far off from us, and out of the 750 applicants that they had for the jobs, yes. only six were trained in special needs, and out of those six, only two with autism. So um, the Allentown Foundation, uh, you know, then took it upon themselves to get the staff training. And Alhamdulillah, in the last um, eight years, they've been on as many possible courses as was offered in the area so that they could get the maximum benefit and gain. Um, so, inshallah, that would be a brilliant idea. Uh, we, we also have realized that now uh, our uh, focus has shifted from when we started, in that when we started originally, a lot of the children, like I said, were fu- functioning at a very low cognitive level. Yes. But what has happened now is that we're starting to get learners who are 
in mainstream school and just not coping. Um, and they need short-term remedial uh, uh, help. And they come to even Masood Center because, alhamdulillah, at the center, as Sister Yasira said, we provide speech therapy, occupational therapy, and physiotherapy. Mashallah. It happens during school hours at the center, and which means that the therapy is more consistent. Uh, we also have um, social uh, development. We've got volunteers who come in for certain cases where we know uh, beyond the scope of the teachers. And we try and run the program uh, as close to a normal school as possible. So, inshallah, when they go back to be integrated into mainstream, they don't find the shift too difficult. Uh, Tamaf, uh, sister, on that integration note, let's go for a quick air break. And when we come back, we'll continue with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. Uh, we still have uh, Sister Amina Jadwat on the line and she is the coordinator at the Ibn Mas'ud Special Needs Madrasa. Now before I chat uh, to um, Sister Amina again and hand the microphone back to Sheikh Shahid, um, something interesting that uh, Sister Amina mentioned was uh, a shortage in special needs educators. And maybe I want to ask Yasira, you know, I mean you also at a special school, uh, you know the surroundings and the environment, you know how not how true is it, but what is your view and comment, you know, on the issue around uh, that there is in fact a shortage of qualified educators uh, in special needs institutions? Uh, that is correct, Ridwan. You must remember um, when people go to university or when they graduate, or they have um, their qualifications as, as a normal educator, and that time you won't train specifically as a special needs educator, but either a geography teacher or woodwork teacher, or a math teacher, etc., and so on. When you are training special needs. You know, back in the day, it would be that you would have remedial teaching as to how to deal with learners who have a cognitive impairment. Now it's a bit more specialized where they look at all the different types of disabilities that you would find in a special needs school. And we're looking at your hearing impaired, your visually impaired, your SMH child, you know, severely mentally handicapped. You're looking at your autistic child. You're looking at your um, cerebral palsy child, your spina bifida child, your um, epileptic child. You know, so you're looking at a, an, at a very, uh, a quite a, a large array of children with different disabilities. Now, a trained specialist would be able to manage that regardless of the disability and be able to teach effectively. So now you have your kind of special needs courses where you go for barriers to learning and so it will be the introduction and from there it would escalate but um, they have dropped that ACE course from um, the department so that's no, no longer available so you need to go to university and have you know enroll for a specialized course where you're actually trained because the teaching modality for a normal mainstream child and for that of a special needs child is effectively very different so how I teach and how I assess and how I look at the curriculum would be with a different site Okay, shukran for that, Yashira Sheikh Shahid. 
No, alhamdulillah. I think uh, Sister Amina was just uh, discussing this, the, the issue of integration as well. And of course, we appreciate uh, the comments made by Sister Asira as also an occupational therapist. So Sister Amina, please continue with your discussion. I think um, um, the listeners are appreciating the inputs that you're making. And of course, it may affect certain families. And of course, at the end of the program, we'd also like you to share your contact details so that people can actually contact the Madrasa Ibn Mas'ud and have a discussion with you and see how they can, you know, find some synergy and also some assistance for their particular instance of their cases or their family situations. Uh, shukran, Sheikh. Uh, what Sister Yasira is saying is very important about, you know, almost like an individualized uh, program. And that is, alhamdulillah, what we have got at Ibn Masood. We call it an individual education plan where each child is assessed um, according to his or her abilities. And then within a month of them being at the school, a plan is devised for the, for the term as to what goals they need to achieve by the end of the term. And this helps us with integrating. Uh, because like I said earlier, we want them to go back to mainstream school, inshallah. Although we do know that a certain percentage might never get yes. into mainstream school, but that is the focus. Um, so once they go back to mainstream school, alhamdulillah, we've had four learners last year, at the end of last year, and one already at, at the middle of this, uh, this year going back to mainstream school. No, alhamdulillah. So we still provide the support in terms of the afternoon madrasa. All those learners come back to us for afternoon madrasa. And if they need to, they still come for speech therapy, occupational therapy, and physiotherapy, back to Ibn Masood. Um, so we don't just send them to mainstream school and that's it. They do know that they always have the support of Ibn Masood. MashaAllah. Um, Sister Amina, just on that issue of when we place, and I think this is part of the, you know, the inclusive uh, education policy where we try to accommodate um, children with barriers to learning and challenges within mainstream. But we find a problem with the departments that don't always provide the necessary resources and support structures mm. for the child actually to be able to thrive under those circumstances. Now, when you say you've managed to place um, those particular children back into a normal school, um, what were the results like, the academic achievement and also the uh, child adapting to that normal environment? No, Sheikh, we've also had, that was one of our major hurdles when we started the reintegration because, uh, alhamdulillah, that none of the schools uh, wanted, uh, you know, to facilitate this integration initially, you know, even though we said to them, we'll uh, give you our own facilitator and maybe three times a week, uh, you know, let the child come or even every day for two hours. Um, so then we had to change our strategy, obviously, and um, get make sure that before the child goes back, they get reassessed and uh, that they are ready for the grade that they're going to be put in. So they then they get assessed on basis of the, I think, the school uses CAP system yes. or the curriculum that they're using at the moment. And alhamdulillah, only if they were then ready and assessed by the school that they were going to enter, then we let them uh, leave even Masood. But like I said earlier, we do maintain contact with them. And alhamdulillah, so far all of the learners have gone back are coping well, mashallah. Mashallah. And That's I good think news. also that what has helped is that we have a parent support group uh, that we run at Ibn Masood. So the parents are more informed as to what to look for, how to assist their child, and you know, if there's anything that happens that is um, causing any kind of distraction to their learning, then they come and chat to us and we try and uh, help them sort those issues out, inshallah. No, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, I mean, that's very, very, very uh, important. And I think uh, if you would allow us, um, I will announce uh, your contact number in Durban as well, um, Sister Amina, if you don't mind. Yes, 
Yeah, no, sure, please. And, uh, you know, uh, Sheikh, we don't mind, you know, if anybody wants to call us for any kind of assistance, inshallah, um, that is one of the things about Ibn Masood. We want to be a sharing uh, network as well. And uh, also, if anybody from Cape Town wants to come down and spend some time at the school, Mashallah. they're most welcome to do so. Uh, our staff is very accommodating. Inshallah, wherever we can, if we can set up uh, more centers like this, that will be by the will of Allah. Inshallah. Amen, amen, inshallah. I think that is a brilliant initiative, and I think it must be replicated as um, in many places possible. Uh, Sister Amina's contact details is, of course, 31 Two zero one seven three eight five. I repeat for the listeners: zero three one two zero one seven three eight five. For that, Sheikh, we're going to ask Sister Amina to stay on the line and before we wrap up, but we're now just going to go for a quick ad break. And when we come back, we will then conclude with the program called The Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. This hadith is brought to you by Mother of Plain Food Emporium. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the tail end then of the program called The Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. Uh, we have a few minutes left within which to wrap up uh, Sheikh Shahid. So we're going to wrap up with uh, Sister Amina Jadwat, who is the coordinator at the Ibn Mas'ud Special Needs Madrasa. Sheikh Shahid. MashaAllah. Sister Amina, I would like you to take advantage of um, the airwaves, your on view see and of course um, if there's any appeal you'd like to make to our listeners and we've got large amount of people listening into this program and of course if there's any special events you want to inform them about and of course we just want to reiterate your invitation to any any Cape Townian or anybody from the Western Cape that's visiting Durban to also make some time to visit Ibn Mas'ud Madrasa. Shukran, Sheikh. Uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much to Voice of the Cape for this opportunity. And as any institution, I think for us, funding is crucial. Alhamdulillah, the Alantar Foundation, uh, with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has always been our backup. But uh, special needs is expensive. Yeah. Uh, you know, even for a family who's earning a decent salary, special needs is expensive. So if there's anybody out there who'd like to adopt a learner, maybe, inshallah, you can contact us and we can give you the details. We can also give you the details of uh, you know, our fee structure and how it works. And that would be really a great benefit, inshallah. Uh, one of our special events that are coming up uh, is we have our annual ladies' lunch, which we're having on the 3rd of September. And at this lunch, we try and uh, you know, break down the myths uh, regarding yes. special needs where we actually honor parents who have special needs children. And it's beautiful to see that, you know, some of them for the first time in their lives, they actually stand in anticipation for something that children have done. Um, Because, you know, society has always clamped down on them and has been so negative towards, uh, you know, parents with special needs as though they've done uh, something wrong. So uh, we do that, and we have our Hazrat Khadija Award then. We award a parent who has gone to a great height with a special needs child and a community member as well, inshallah. So to all of the uh, listeners in Cape Town, if you want to contribute to the Ibn Masood Center of Excellence, um, Sheikh has given you my phone number, but I can also give you the school phone number, uh, which is 31 209 or the Alantar Foundation, which is 031-208-1601. And any kind of assistance will be highly appreciated, inshallah. No, alhamdulillah. For our listeners out there, if you need the number, as I'll just repeat again, uh, Sister Amina, of course, gave the Madrasa's number, which is 031 209 
double zero five zero zero three one two zero nine double zero five zero alhamdulillah i think it's a great initiative and it's a, a great opportunity again to invest into our children that are in the most need of that islamic education and also academic education that are deprived in society that have been marginalized in society and i think we owe it and of course in terms of our contribution as a muslim community it's important to realize that this is a fart kifaya upon us we have to develop the expertise in our community to provide for that special need in our community and we can see there are serious gaps and I'm, I'm sure there are many of our young professionals and aspiring youth that would like to uh, do a great service for this ummah. Here is a great opportunity if you have a passion and love for education and particularly for those who are deprived. Here's a great opportunity. And also in terms of the state of South Africa, the government, there is, of course, uh, funds available and bursaries available for people who want to specialize in education in teaching and also into special education so i think it's a matter of promoting this this course inshallah and also to make it known and of course south africa is facing every day a greater and greater challenge because of drugs the tuck that is widespread the alcohol abuse that's widespread fetal alcohol syndrome and all these mm -hmm. factors contribute also to the retarding of cognitive development of our learners and it has an impact on their learning abilities and they require therefore all so special needs as schools to provide that service to overcome that ability or that problem that they are facing so sister amina uh, on behalf i think of the voice of the cape we want to extend our heartfelt thanks to you also coming onto the air and to share your experience with the listeners of the voice of the cape here in the western cape and for all those that are streaming internationally and listening to our program inshallah and of course that we take this project of yours that is a pioneering one and share that with the rest of the world inshallah Inshallah, shukran so much to you and your panel and to all the listeners of the VOC and also to all of the listeners to remember us in your du'as. I Ameen, think that Ameen. is most important, Inshallah. And uh, enjoy the rest of Ramadan. Amin, amin, inshallah. Amin, inshallah. Shukran, jazilan, uh, sister, all the best, and we want to say to you very big shukran <coughs> once again, and bid you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Okay, in wrapping up the program, there's an SMS that came through from 1547. I'm not going to read the SMS, I'm just going to acknowledge that uh, to the listener that I have received the SMS, we will certainly forward the SMS to Zarina, our producer, as well as Mishka, our production manager, uh, but uh, we do acknowledge knowledge the particular SMS and we say very big shukran to our listeners for that particular SMS. I won't be back uh, until for example I'll only be back on the 19th of July inshallah. Uh, Irfan Abrams will be back next week. So from myself Ridwan Ahmed, Yasir Adonis and Sheikh Shahid Iso we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.